Live from the Business Radio X studio inside Renaissance Bank, the bank that specializes in understanding you. It's time for North Fulton Business Radio. And hello again, everyone. Welcome to another edition of North Fulton Business Radio. I'm John Ray. And as usual, folks, we are broadcasting from inside Renaissance Bank in beautiful and sunny, finally, (laughs) Alpharetta. Uh, If you are looking for a better banking experience for your business, if you're tired of getting the big mega bank treatment, and you know what I mean, if you're at one of these banks, um, no customer service, or it's all delivered by computer or whatever, um, I like Renaissance Bank, and let me tell you why. Um, I've used their services and they are big enough to handle pretty much any need you can throw at them. So they've got that size, but they're small enough to do it in a personal way. So if that's a combination that appeals to you, go to renaissancebank.com, find one of their local offices and give them a call. And I think you'll be glad you did. And you'll talk to a real person. Renaissance Bank, understanding you, member FDIC. And now I want to welcome Howard Flint. Howard is the CEO with Ghost Partner. Howard, welcome. Welcome. Thanks, John. Yeah, thanks for coming in. Um, So let's talk a little bit about how you're serving folks at Ghost Partner. So Ghost Partner is a content marketing firm. We write words for clients. Mm. So when uh, all of our clients, which are generally on a recurring basis, they need email marketing written every month. They need their blogs. They want social media activity. So anything uh, that requires words, we're doing. So we might come in early and uh, work on their website. Websites take words. Mm-hmm. Almost everything on the internet takes words. Right. Uh, so there's a lot of there's a lot of need out there, and for companies in the right position, they want to keep uh, the right words out there. Yeah. Um, let's talk about messaging and how companies get it wrong. I mean, what are the, what are some of the biggest mistakes that you see in companies messaging and the words they use to communicate with clients? With most companies, uh, and this is on their website. And and even if you meet them in person or you meet them in a networking event, they'll always lead with their features and advantages, right? They'll talk about the, uh, the, the details of their business. Mm-hmm. Uh, if they're professional services, here's where I went to school. Here's my degree. Uh, if they've got a widget, here's what colors it comes in. And what they miss is the benefits, right? Any sales, it's features, advantages, and benefits. And benefits are what I'm going to get out of that. So rather than me hearing about your degree, what I should be hearing from you is what you're going to do for me. Mm-hmm. What, what, what is your expertise? What, how does that manifest into my life, my business? Mm-hmm. And what do I get out of that? Because everybody's thinking about themselves most of the time. Oh, come and, on, Howard. Yeah, I know. <laughs> uh, right there, you were thinking about yourself. And, <laughs> right. right. So um, that is where your mind is going. You're trying to survive. You're thinking about your problems. Sure. So if I uh, want to get your attention, I need to enter into your story. And the way I enter into your story is I talk about the results people get from using my service or buying my product. Mm-hmm. And that's when people start to perk up and they go, okay, so I'm going to get this or I, I can achieve this. Th- then they'll want to backfill with those features and advantages. Then I want to know how many colors it comes in and mm. why do you know that? Right. But that at that point, I've got you. 
mm-hmm. and you're kind of hooked and I'm a part of your story. People right. always think I need to tell you my story and to be frank, nobody cares because <laughs> they're, again, they're thinking about themselves. So yep. is, if, if you can enter into their story as the guide, yeah. as the Yoda uh-huh. to their Luke, yeah. uh, where you can then say, okay, here's that thing you want. I know how to do that. So come along and I'll show you. And part of what you're talking about is speaking about that customer, that client's problems, like you really know what you're talking about, right? Yeah. And like, and, and that you, you reveal a deep understanding of that, their problem. Correct. I, th- I think you, what you reveal is a deep understanding of problems like theirs, mm. right? So like m- my business, like your business, it's not everybody's a client. Yeah. Right. And so not everybody cares that you do this thing, that you have a solution to a problem. Mm-hmm. But when you do get the attention of somebody you think is that, that's when you talk about, you know, this is the solution we provide. This is the kind of person that is looking for that. that then that person perks up and says, oh, yeah, I got that problem. Yeah, that's part of my, that thing I was thinking about myself all the time. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm thinking about is that problem I can't solve. You just said, that's what you do for people. Yeah, that's that's where you. So whether again, whether that's at a networking event uh, or one on one, or you hit my website, or you read a social post, or you see my email subject line, which piques your interest and gets a couple more seconds of your attention, that's what you're trying to do. That and that's what the right words can do. Right. So you really kind of entered the picture. Uh, well, certainly with a new business, maybe not for existing businesses all the time, but you enter the business. Uh, enter the picture for a client sometimes when it comes to a website because that's kind of the first thing correct where words come into play for a new business right right so this has got to be hard for new business owners because they're so passionate about why they're opening that business right right uh and they're so into their product or service whatever that is um and you kind of burst their bubble, right? I mean, we're, we're not yeah. going to talk about that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And uh, yeah, I try not to burst their bubble. I try to get them excited about, here's, so that's important, yeah. John, client. Right. Yeah. But let me tell you what's going to get someone's attention, mm-hmm. right? Uh, and so we're, we're working with a new company right now. A lot of times what will happen is, uh, so a new company starts and they'll go work with a graphic designer, mm-hmm. right? So they want to get their logo put together and their colors because they know that they've got a website. And so- we work with a lot of graphic designers that end up bringing us in because they'll that that'll be the next thought that occurs to them. Oh, this website needs words and I'm good at blank and mm-hmm. not words. Right. And so we come in and say, okay, you know, why do people choose this? Right. Why do people use your business? Um, we work with a brand new company that does kitchen and bathroom modeling. Right. And lots of years of experience coming into it. And again, that's what he wants to talk about. Oh, we're really good at this, and we pick the best tile, and we know where the plumbing goes, and everything that's important to him. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's when you're, I'm giving you my kitchen, and potentially a lot of money. What am I thinking about? Well, my, I'm, what I'm thinking about is this is going to be a place where my family gathers, mm. and this is going to be a place for the next twenty years. I build a lot of memories, right? Because we're all going to sit in here together, and that's going to feel good. And in the world today, I would like a safe place where my family can gather, you know? And so again, that doesn't say a lot about kitchens, except that is what your kitchen ends up being. Mm-hmm. So for example, that's what we want to talk about is we want to talk about the, the outcome of that new kitchen 
is not I have the latest faucet, mm-hmm. right? I can get that from anybody. Sure. But what I now have is I have a backdrop to all these family memories. They're going to be in all the pictures you share. They're going to be what your kids remember is this beautiful kitchen or in your retirement, your family, whatever it is. That's that's the picture we want to start painting because that now I've entered into that customer story of, yeah, that's what I want. I want, I want better time with my family. And so now you become the Yoda to their Luke, the guide. Yeah. And what, I mean, I'm not picking on the kitchen designer because everybody's like this to a degree, right? Right. Uh, It's just a matter of degree. But what that kitchen designer doesn't understand is that if you're talking in the language of that particular client that really fires their cylinders, if you will, they assume the expertise, right? I mean, they, they don't need to know about your expertise necessarily in their minds. You understand their problem, so you must be the perfect person for me. Right, right. Or, right? or what they'll do is you've at least – so it's all attentionomics. Yeah. Right? I'm going to get your attention for a little bit, and then if I get you, then I'll get another five seconds. And so what you'll end up doing is you'll go backfill with, oh, and this guy has 30 years' experience. Oh, and here's pictures of work he's done. Oh, and he did my neighbor's house. You'll backfill to make yourself feel better, but you'll make that decision emotionally. Right. Right. And the backfill really confirms the decision. Right. Yeah. That, and that's what you need is you get, because everything's got a lot of competition. The kitchen guy's got a lot of competition out there. Mm-hmm. So all, all you're looking to do is the, for the marketing plan is to get on someone's consideration list. Right. I'm now considering three companies that I believe can do our kitchen. Right. And so now I'm going to start whittling uh, uh, my decision down to the one. Mm-hmm. Right. And so right. that's why the website's really important, not only design, but also those first words to start bringing me down that silo to, okay, John's the guy I'm going to talk to because I, I believe him. Yeah. Howard Flint is with us, folks. He's the CEO of Ghost Partner. So we talked about website. Let's talk about advertising, email yeah. marketing. Let's talk about those, um, those particular pieces of content you do all that work correct yeah we so for us um, email marketing is the cheapest simple marketing element that most companies get wrong and wrong might just be they just don't do it right so they're they're caught up in the sexy of oh i should be on social media i've got to have an instagram presence Mm. Or, or now tiktok you know, which are great. I, I, I'm a fan of TikTok. I've lost many hours of my life into TikTok because it's entertaining, mm-hmm. but it's a big commitment, right? Mm-hmm. It, as a creator to go, oh boy, I've got to, I got to create a lot of content. I got to create a lot of video. It's mm-hmm. not just writing, writing I can do anywhere. Right. Right. So I, w- the reason we focus on email is because most companies are sitting on a database, right? They're sitting on the, their, their QuickBooks database of all the customers they've done business with. And um, so back to pick, uh, pick on our kitchen guy, I, I may hire you to do my kitchen and I'm going to give you $50,000 to do it. Oh, I don't need to do that kitchen again for a while, right? I may have some other projects I'm going to think about you, but what hopefully I am is a fan of yours now. So if you're as doing email marketing as kitchen guy now, mm-hmm. you're not going to bombard me with emails, but you're going to stay top of mind because mm. someone's going to see my kitchen. And they're going to say, wow, who did this? Mm. Or I'm going to be part of a conversation where someone says, I need to do my kitchen. I don't know where to start. Right. And now what you've done is you've turned your client base into a marketing funnel. 
and a mm. marketing, you know, uh, megaphone. Mm-hmm. Again, can't bombard them. You got to give them something short and sweet, concise, but you got to stay top of mind. And uh, you might have something you sell more often than that. And that's, that's the, I mean, it's sales 101, right? It's the cheapest sale you can make as a repeat customer. Right. And I think that everybody's like, oh, I got to get that new guy. I got to get that new customer. I got to get that new person in, which is important. But you forget that that existing client might be out there. And even if they only buy from you every few years, it's important to stay on there. Regarding email marketing, I, you know, I think a lot of people might not do it because, I'm guessing, because um, they just don't, they think, hey, my, my inbox is full. Mm-hmm. Full of junk that I don't read. Right. And so if I send out my piece, uh, nobody's going to see it. Nobody's going to read it. Right. What's your response to, to that? Um, you're half right. Right. You're going to get lost in there at times, um, which is why you've got to be consistent. You've got to hope that, again, if we're talking about uh, uh, an existing client, hopefully you're on their safe list, their white list. Mm-hmm. The, the privacy issues around email marketing have been changing for a while and they're going to continue to change as privacy becomes a big deal. Right. Yeah. Um, we, we gave a lot of information to Facebook and meta uh, willingly. Right? We, right. Told, we told them every movie we like, what kind of wine we drink, where we go to church. So, and they, and they monetized all that data. Mm-hmm. And so uh, which is good if you're using meta to advertise, but an email you know, there's there's real strict rules about who you can do. That's why, uh, you know, we always talk about your database is an asset. It has a value to it. Uh, we've got an equation we use and we say, okay, this is, you know, based on your average sale, this is what your database is really worth. But if you're sitting on it and you're not using it, yes, people get a lot of emails and that's an easy excuse, but let's put something simple together that shows up in the inbox and maybe they only see the from. They say, mm. oh, that's that kitchen place. Mm. And it, it and it might not mean anything to you, or you may miss every other month if you do something monthly. But that's why it should be simple. It's not uh, an elaborate thing that has to happen. Um, one of the things we do with clients, because one of the, the challenges is, well, what do I say? Beyond, no one's going to read it. Now, if they, if I believe they will read it, what am I going to say? Mm-hmm. And so that's what we sit down and say, well, let's, let's put together just a, a calendar. What do we want to talk about this month? Do we want to show pictures? Is it, you know, if I'm a lawyer... That's tough. There's no pictures to show of this thing. But you might want to just remind them of the other services you do. It's not complicated. And I think people overcomplicate it. Mm-hmm. It's simple, um, but it's the, the art is being consistent. And when you're consistent and the brand is there, then people see a return on it. Plus, it's, it's inexpensive. That's a database you own. Uh, the service, Constant Contact, MailChimp, those are all pretty cheap. Mm-hmm. Versus going out and buying Google Ads and bidding against other people. Email's got a, a four-to-one ROI on it. So as long as you're consistent, you don't need to have a big hit every time. So let's talk about, let's define consistency, I guess, is the question. Mm-hmm. Um, you talked about a monthly cadence. Does it make sense to be more than monthly? De- depending on your business. Okay. Uh, so we do marketing for a local bakery. And, uh, like this time of year, they're going to sell a lot of carbohydrates mm-hmm. because that's what we want. Right. So they've got an almost daily email as the specials run up for the holidays and they want to, there's a deadline. Right. Um, 
Super Jenny, uh, it, not a client of ours, but we're a fan of their restaurant here right. in town. They've got several locations. Yeah. She's got a daily email that goes out with the menu. Well, if you're a fan of Super Jenny and you eat there often enough, you might at least want to look at what their menu is. Yeah, you want that. Right. Now, that's that I'm probably not reading that email, but I see that email come in every day. And I'm like, Super Jenny. Yeah. Oh, that's right. They have great salads. They have great soups and stuff like that. So I think, but let's say real estate, really tough business, very competitive business. Yeah, I don't want, I don't want to see something all the time from you. Right? Right. I already bought that house. But maybe quarterly, just keeping that name in front of me. Uh, and, and real quick, a couple of pictures of homes that sold in my area, right? That's always interesting to us, a homeowners sure. who all sold. I think what you've got to do is you've got to find something and then stick to it and say, look, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be the every other month email or the monthly or quarterly. Right. I, I, wouldn't, I certainly wouldn't go any less than quarterly. I think you'll fall off the map at this point. Yeah. But that's, you know, we're in the business of doing that, not because we can do it. It's because we do do it. So people will pay us to do that email marketing because we'll make sure it goes out every month on time. Yeah, for sure. Um, and what, what, um, when should you send out an email? Um, that depends. Okay. Uh, we always talk about, well, when do you want someone to take action? Right. So again, back to the bakery, we try to hit it in the morning because we, we want to get uh, top of your box when you're sitting down. Uh, we know our audience is mostly female. And so we, we just, we think about, you know, when we want them to do it. <clears throat> we also um, uh, do work with a company that's, that licenses QuickBooks content to accountants for a specific thing. Well, we know that accountants, this is not absolute, but as a trend, tend to spend Fridays in the office doing mm-hmm. the work and might be with clients the rest of it. So we focus on Fridays uh, for that client, for that mm. product. And so it, it helps. And that's one of the things as we get going with somebody is what do you know about your audience? Mm-hmm. Right. I mean, uh, again, back to real estate, uh, who knows when you're going to buy a house. So uh, what we would generally do, and we work with a lot of financial advisors too, um, is well, let's pick a day. Let's pick the second Tuesday of every month at 930 in the morning. Mm. And that, that way, at least you're consistent. Yeah. Howard Flint is with us, folks, CEO of Ghost Partner. So, Howard, I'm curious about just perspective here, maybe is the word. Um, You know, I know the cynical uh, among our listeners might say, well, you know, yeah, I mean, Howard's saying that we need to hire Howard because, you know, um, I need a third party voice and, and that's why you talk about the third party voice, but re- really, truly having that perspective, that outside perspective is, uh, for you to look into a business and see what that business owner doesn't see because they're, you know, it's the old force for the trees thing. Right. Mm-hmm. And that's really some, a, a major part of the value you bring. Right. Yeah. And, and I think that Whereas we might hopefully bring them a new perspective, we do try to become their voice. Mm-hmm. And I mean, learn their voice mm-hmm. uh, because every business is going to be different. And, uh, you know, you might have some that are very plain spoken people. And yeah, we, they, we don't want one of our professional writers to come in and try to make them sound like Goldman Sachs. Mm-hmm. We want to make them sound like they sound. Right. Uh, because that's the whole point. Uh, so again, yeah, that, when do you want someone to take action? What usually 
gets them to take action? What are the offers? What are the things? You know, in email marketing, you you want to be able to track something. Uh, and so you always, everybody wants a sale. That'd be great. Mm-hmm. But is there something we can tease them and link them back to your website? And mm-hmm. then we can track a click and say, oh, you got so many clicks. Mm-hmm. And and then then on the website, we can see what somebody did. Yeah. Right. And that's the key is we got, oh, we, you know, we, you had 10% of those people, which would be very high, clicked on a link. It's a human behavior. Mm. And that's, that's what we want to see is, okay, we're moving the needle a bit here. Or we didn't move the needle at all. We got to think about something else to talk about. Mm. And that's the, the, again, back to consistency, you get all this data and say, you know what, when we go out on Thursdays, which doesn't seem like a good day, you actually get more activity than you do on whatever day we thought would be great. Right. And that's what data tells you is data tells you generally tells you the truth, whether it's what you thought it was going to be or not. It's generally the truth. Yeah. That that's yeah. Facts are friendly, even though they don't seem friendly. Yeah. Sometimes, yeah absolutely. Right. right. They, yeah. Yeah. For sure. Um, so how does a conversation with you unfold? I mean, somebody gets in touch and you're, you're diagnosing their issues and their business and what they need. How does that conversation unfold? Generally, it gets it starts pretty basic. Um, you know, we'll we'll do some research before we get you know on a call with somebody or a meeting with somebody. But it's you know, how do you make money? How do people? How do people buy? Why do people buy this? Mm-hmm. Um, what are the questions they're always asking you before they buy it? Um, why do you lose business? Uh, what have you done in the past? That has worked. What have you done in the past that hasn't worked? And so we just want to understand why that person. T- tell me about your best customers. Why do they love you guys? Do you find they know really know the answers to that? Not always. Okay. Yeah that that's a tricky one because I mean some some people are uh, you know the victims of success right like they stick something out there and it's been successful and yeah they they can't exactly articulate yeah I don't know they just everyone's buying from me and so which is good good problem to have, but it would be nice to know why. And so sometimes, you know, we have to dig into it and we have to say, okay, we, we need to go survey customers. Give us access to 10 customers. Let me, let's go talk to them. Yeah. And why did you choose John over somebody else? And, and sometimes that's insightful to the business owner. Like, oh, I, I didn't think that was an important thing, but everybody seems to like that. Yeah. Right. My, my Southern accent, people <laughs> seem to like my Southern accent. And I thought that was, you know, uh, a pejorative to, to do. So, um, yeah, sometimes uh, we're able to find those things out. But once you do, then we say, look, we need to lean into that. Mm. You know, we need to lean into the the thing. You know, you talk about the USP, your unique selling proposition. Mm-hmm. And you thought it was you have a degree from Georgia Tech. And we find out, no, it's because, you know, you're really good at this one thing and or many things. Um but yeah, that's a lot of it's a lot of listening. It's a lot of asking questions mm-hmm. and discovery, and then coming back to them and saying, "Okay, this is what we found." Yeah. So, t- any particular verticals that you work with? Um, more than another? Yeah, I, it, financial advisors. We've worked with a lot because that's a really tricky business, uh, especially in creating content. That's uh, all that content uh, oftentimes has to go through a compliance officer, maybe even mm. a, 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 a lawyer. Yeah. Um, uh, we've gotten to a niche of some home improvement stuff. You know, it's, we're not picky and, and maybe this would be different if we were pickier. Um, we generally settle on people who can, uh, pay us. 
And well, that so, always helps. Yeah. <laughs> so, but a lot, so much of our business is referral. So again, we'll, a graphic designer will come in and say, I've got this X business and now they need words. So, um, you know, professionals, we like to think we are good with professional services mm-hmm. um, because oftentimes with professional services, uh, a lawyer, I, I might know you as a lawyer because you helped me uh, with a, an acquisition, but I didn't know that you also did uh, intellectual property law. And I didn't know that you did family law. All right. Didn't, you know, it's, mm-hmm. there's all these other services. And I think I have to go find another lawyer because I have this other problem. And I only know you as that one thing. Mm-hmm. And so it's important that that's, that's why email marketing is important that you, you have a gentle way to remind them, you know, we do all these things. Accountants the same way. Did you know we did all these, we do bookkeeping in addition to all the tax returns. Mm-hmm. Oh, I did. I thought I needed to sit. No, we, we do all that here. Wow. You know, so, Mm -hmm. or that that's your advantages. No, that we just do this. We're just really good at this one thing. Right. Right. I I can help you find somebody, but this is the, so everybody, you know, that needs this one thing, we're laser focused on it again, but that's you. And we need to let people know that. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. So I'd love it, Howard, if maybe you could share a success story, Uh, a, a client transformation outcomes that you're particularly proud of. You don't have to use names, of course. Sure. It's, it's a confidentiality business. But uh, if you could share an example, that would be awesome. Um, I'll share the local bakery that we work with, okay. which is unusual. We don't generally do it, but it, that was a kind of a brand ground up. And uh, it was, I think people that come from a non-digital world uh, come into this and it's, hey, I'm just going to put a sign out and that's going to be good. Mm-hmm. And I know people are going to see that sign and they're going to be hungry for what we do. And you forget that it does take a whole digital infrastructure in the background. And uh, because you've got to let people know and you've got to have great digital assets to, you know, visualize what they have. Bakery, it's easy because the content they create is, you know, beautiful cakes and cookies and things like that. Right. But then you've got to, you've got to, uh, uh, smooth out that runway for people to take action. So it, which might be, uh, we'll bring in partners to help with, uh, online e-commerce. So now if I'm going to do email marketing and social media marketing, and I say, John, you ought to buy this. Well, I need to make that frictionless for you, right? I mean, I need to make it not, Oh, I, I have to remember to get in the car. And when I'm over in that part of town and, and they're open, then I need to stop. No, I need to have you give one click, you go in, put a dozen in your basket, check out, give us money, and then now you'll come by at some point. Or, or they'll use one of the services that gets delivered in Uber Eats or something like that. And so I, I think that there's there's a whole um, there's a whole portrait that has to be painted around these things mm-hmm. uh, that people don't think about. And they might say, oh, again, I just got to put out a shingle and everyone's going to come in. And it's like, you're not wrong. But we need to make that shingle digital, and we mm. need to make it frictionless, mm. and we need to make it convenient, and we need to make it beautiful. And that takes a lot of professionals, and words are one of those things. Execution's a big part of that. And so that so the local bakery, we were able to, especially because we started working with them right before COVID, and suddenly people could not walk into the bakery. Mm. And so communicating to a fan base – Right? They already had a raving fan base locally who was saying, oh, I want your stuff, right? Because 
carbohydrates and alcohol seem to become essentials during COVID right. for some right. people, um, that we needed to communicate on behalf of the bakery that it's st- we're still here, mm. right? And uh, and here's what we're going to do. We're going to say, uh, pull up, and someone's going to run it out. Now, I, again, I've made it as frictionless as possible. You can order online. You can simply pull up, you know, flash your lights or call in, and a masked attendant will come out with your order. Mm-hmm. So you know, we this bakery is actually able to grow their business during COVID as opposed to fall back. Wow. Uh, so that, but again, if you didn't tell anybody that and nobody knew that, uh, you you would have lost business during that time. Right, right. Because people often assume the worst, right? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. We, uh, and, and that bakery gets that question all the time. Oh, did you guys close? Not a day. Not a day because we can, everybody could come in, you know, the staff was safe and in masks and we were taking all the precautions, but, uh, but just letting people know we're still out here. It's still good. And you can buy it. And here's how easy it is and safe. Cause that's mm-hmm. right. During COVID people wanted to say, is it easy? And is it safe? Mm-hmm. And, and be able to have a, a, a channel, email marketing, social media, and be able to communicate that was the lifesaver for this business. Mm. Wow, great story. Howard Flint, folks, CEO of Ghost Partner. Um, Howard, this has been great. I can't imagine there aren't some folks that uh, hearing what you have to offer and how you can help their business uh, wouldn't want to be in touch. So let's tell them how they can do that. Uh, Website, ghostpartner.com. My email address, I'm just simply howard at ghostpartner.com. And that's that's probably the best ways yeah. to get a hold of us. Connect uh, with me on LinkedIn. You can message me through there as well. And you're going to find a well-written website when you get there, right? Oh, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I will admit that we sometimes are the cobbler's kids. Of course. They don't, uh, don't have always the best shoes. We're, we're spending a lot of time on other people's stuff. And we're very blessed at this point that uh, we get a lot of referral business. And uh, where we keep... Um, we keep busy. Uh, I've always told people I've, I built ghost partner on super moms. Mm. So I, I just had connections locally with, uh, ladies who were journalists, CMOs earlier in life, stopped to have a family and really still want to do that or t- talented mm. writers mm-hmm. and, and creative people. And, but they wanted to work from bus pickup to bus drop off. And so uh, I was able to put together a network of super moms. Good for you. Uh, that was just ended up great and still have many of those same folks today that are, are, are again, talented people. I don't need them to come into an office. I right. don't need them, you know, but I need them to do what they do best. Mm. That's uh, a great idea. Um, Howard Flint, folks, CEO of Ghost Partner. Howard, this has been fun and and informative. So thank you so much for coming in and uh, uh, sharing uh, your great work. We're delighted we could celebrate it. Thank you. Hey, folks, just a quick thought. Speaking of um, hiring women that are temporarily out of the work the mainstream workforce, shall we say, and they're, they're home taking care of kids or a, uh, elderly parent or something like that. That's really kind of the business model at office angels and office angels have, they have angels. They are angels that do administrative tasks, bookkeeping, other types of work that are your back office needs 
because you're doing it and you're not qualified to do it in a lot of cases, if I can just be so blunt. And actually what you need to be working on is the front office, the, the, the revenue part of the business. So if you need that kind of support for your business, Office Angels have angels who have talent and experience necessary to do that work. So go to officeangels.us. You can find out more information there or just give them a call, 770-442-9246. And they're terrific. And I know that because I use their services. And folks, just a quick uh, reminder and a thank you. We thank you for all your support for North Fulton Business Radio. This show is coming up on show number 600. And we've only gotten that far because of the uh, support that you have lent us over the years. So uh, we're grateful for that. You continue to share the show and we'd love, we would appreciate you continuing to do that. Of course, um, help us celebrate the work of great business leaders like Howard and all the great work that they do. And, uh, if you're not already a subscriber to the show on your favorite podcast app, just go to NorthFultonBusinessRadio.com and you can, or North Fulton Business Radio, I should say. That's the search term. You can find the show there and uh, subscribe. We would appreciate it. And again, grateful for your continued support over these last six and a half years. So for my guest, Howard Flint, I'm John Ray. Join us next time here on North Fulton Business Radio.